0: Hi, this is Rena sledo i'm on sci-fi sisters and you're listening to me right now
1: everybody. Welcome to the Sci Fi Sisters Podcast, where we give you our point of view. I'm Tamia Harper, and I'm joined today by my sisters, Yvette Blackman Tom. Hello. Sabrina Wood. Whoop, whoop. And Fran T. What's happening? Yay. So we're all together, and we have a really lovely, Wonderful human being with us on the show today. We met her at Trek Long Island. We think she's amazing and she's doing some incredible, incredible work. And uh, she's the founder. You are the founder and director, right? Founder
0: uh, and the, CEO, director. It's all the same, really. Okay. <laughs> the boss. The boss. The she's boss. the boss
1: lady <laughs> at, uh, taking up space and she's going to tell you all about it. Welcome, Miss Serena Salito.
0: Yay! Yay! Thank you for having me on, everyone. Thank you so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. So we're gonna let people know. Can like let's just start off a little bit about what is taking up space and then uh like we want people to know what it is on the back because when we met you guys at Trek Long Island, we just fell in love with this organization. So can you tell us a little bit about it?
0: Sure. So, as mentioned, um, I'm Zarina Sledo. I am the CEO and founder of Taking Up Space. It's an astronaut-supported nonprofit that sends uh, Native American girls to space camp in Huntsville, Alabama, where they can train to be an astronaut. And also, before they get that, we um, teach them STEM for about 36 weeks, 64 weeks in total, two semesters. And after teaching them STEM, that's when they get awarded the scholarship to uh, space camp in Huntsville, Alabama.
1: Wow. So cool. I
0: know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: Amazing. <laughs> That's pretty cool.
0: And it's a week it's a five days long that they get to go to Huntsville, Alabama, where they get to do all the same simulations that the astronauts did back mm-hmm. when they first went up to, to space shuttle missions. And they get to do missions, they get to um go on to Mars at the end of their training. They actually turn on all the lights, so it's all orange out there. They have the exact same simulator, so they have to toggle through all the switches that astronauts have to toggle through, and they complete their mission. And it's pretty exciting to see kids start from nothing, you know, at the beginning, they're really shy and timid, to the very end where they complete their mission and they get their uh, scholarship and their degree up on stage and they shake an astronaut's hand So it's pretty exciting. Wow! So how long? How long? When did you found um, taking up space? So the nonprofit started about seven years ago, eight years ago in 2014. My math terrible. It's been a long time, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) taking up even though I'm a mathematician, taking up (laughs) space um, has been around for about eight years. We had a lull during um, COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. But that actually kind of helped us because we pivoted from being uh, teaching in person to teaching on Zoom. So when we taught on Zoom, we got to reach out to a lot more tribes. The There's two main tribes here. Um, I'm speaking on uh, Tohono O'odham land and Pascoyaki land in Tucson, Arizona. And that's why I was teaching the tribes out here. But we went on Zoom. We got to, uh, meet some girls from Cherokee, Oklahoma, Cato, Apache in Oklahoma, Chickasaw in New Mexico. Um, Alaska, we have Siberian Yupik. Uh, so we just got to expand, uh, in Minnesota. Uh, we have, um, uh, Coeur d'Alene, Ojibwe. So we really, got to use something like COVID, something bad, to kind of open up our, our world a little bit. And so that actually gave us a lot of traction and people have found out about us. So we yeah. were, yeah, so we were really small, just a local thing to now we're more of a national organization.
2: That is
1: so cool. We got cool. to go
0: to Star Trek. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have
3: so was- it? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I got so to meet good. you guys. Is it boys and girls, and and the age range for the kids that are, you're in your program?
0: It's just girls. Um, and The just age range, yeah. So girls around the time that they get to um, middle school, they lose interest in STEM. So boys, on the oh, other hand, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> boys on the other hand, they are interested. Actually, they're not as interested in STEM until they go to junior high and high school where they get really involved in it. But um, girls, on the other hand, they start off really into science, really into doing, um, you know, being little scientists. And then they hit middle school and they just kind of drop out. It's no longer as interesting. And we see a huge decline. So if you decline in middle school learning math and science, when you get to high school, you're kind of at a deficit. You've already yeah. been behind. You didn't learn that, you know, your algebra, your, your basic math to get to the next step in high school. So we're kind of found that there's a problem here in, in that. And how do we how do we address this problem of girls not being interested in STEM? I started thinking that if we start in middle school, that would be good because that's where the girls drop out. But as the statistic says, in middle school, they lose interest. So when I was trying to reach out to girls in middle school – I wasn't getting much traction at all. It wasn't until, yeah, it wasn't until we moved to the year. So I go from nine to 13 and Mm, then not. Yeah. So you have to get them before. So when they transition, you're kind of already teaching them the STEM. They're already into it so that, you know, like next year they're going to come back and not get lost in that weird transition period. Um, Today, I heard it had something to do with brains not being formed completely or brains changing during that time. Mm-hmm. A lot of hormonal changes.
3: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're going through puberty and they do little boys, especially yeah. girls.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially girls going through all like, kinds of hormonal changes. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and it definitely helps everything. That. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: It's and like it glassing. Have <laughs> They already got go way too much but, going on. They yeah, can't be dealing with math.
0: <laughs> exactly. I, I think. I, I think. Uh, Fran, you were gonna say it doesn't happen to, as much to boys, right? Like there. Are- well,
4: I'm saying I don't think that that the girls are encouraged
3: either this to do
0: true. that. This is very true. true. They're not encouraged. No, they're but, encouraged you know, to do. Uh huh.
3: Still, wow. I, I am going back to my college, and we're celebrating 50 years of co education at the school that I went to 50 years. And so I wasn't encouraged back then. I was hoping that now girls were getting encouraged, but you're telling me they're not
2: Well, Well, look at my girls. If you don't, if you're not encouraging them at home, they're not Uh going to get encouraged at school. My girls were Mm -hmm. encouraged for science and math because of home. Mm -hmm. You know, I made a, I made a decision, just like she's saying that math was going to be a big part of their lives. You know, money, games science we we did everything i encouraged all of that from when they were when they started reading but i that was a that was a conscious decision yeah uh because like you Springer, i wasn't encouraged i liked math i was really I good had to at go math. To a, i had to go yeah. to a
3: specific school i had yeah. to leave public school well i had to leave the regular public school because like my like you that my mother mm-hmm. put me in this yep. other school and i was really upset about it so programs like yours you know, is what mm-hmm. what kids are looking for. Something, you know, you got to go outside of the regular public school.
0: Unfortunately. So, Sabrina, did your mom put you into another school because of math? Or you went to another school and there was no uh, STEM education? Because,
3: no, I went to a school that had... I, I took physics in my high school, so...
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yes. We physics had it all. But, um, wow. yeah, I really love this wow. program, though.
0: Thank you. I, actually, physics that you mentioned physics. It's something that I think, um, as a middle school kid can learn physics. It's oh, yeah. something, and, and I, yeah, right. Yeah. So in, in my um, program, it's three years in the beginning, it's pretty simple stuff, but by the end of the third year, I expect them to know physics. It's hmm. something that we right can <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I keep, I have very high expectations for my, my girls and they surprise me at, them meeting the expectations and then going even further. Always. So it's <laughs> right.
2: The minute right? you hit that bar, you show them what what you expect. And if they if they buy into it, they will definitely always leap above it. Um so that's kudos to you. That's awesome. I just love that. It's fantastic. Yeah. Cuz we
4: all know the infamous letter that uh uh Mrs. Clinton that Hillary uh, Clinton sent in you know, she wanted to be an astronaut and they wrote her back. And she kept the letter and they said the girls are not allowed to be astronauts. Uh uh-uh. uh. Basically is what the letter said. Uh-huh. That was the response she got from NASA. So wow. and I know she's a boomer and all that, but that was it was, she was flat out told her, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was wrong then, it's wrong now.
2: It's wrong. Now. <laughs> yeah it was wrong so, then. Yeah. But they they so, they, they, they didn't even I don't, they didn't even design the, um, the uniforms for women. You know, well, the army was the same way. I mean, I was there in 93 and they still didn't have the bulletproof vest that I had to wear. Didn't even fit me because I was a woman. It only fit a man. And I walked around with, you know, Hmm. all kinds of rashes under my neck because the Velcro was just too high up.
4: <laughs> you oh, know it, yeah
2: wow. oh, Yeah it, So when I think about that stuff I think about all the stuff that When you When women go into Men Dominated fields You know Pets. Until recently Nothing Even wardrobe Hasn't even changed When they want you to wear Specific things It just It just changed <laughs> I mean like Maybe Maybe five years ago If it was that Right before COVID Everything started to change oh, When goodness. I got a bulletproof vest that fit wow. a woman. I mean, really fit a woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With a breastplate and everything. Contour you know, right? to your, yeah, yeah, to yeah. your five,
3: years ago, five yeah. years ago. Well, I like to do a picture but, on the I- website where all the kids have uniforms on And they look great (laughs) of all these kids wearing like space suits and they got the blue zip ups and the brown suits and they were like ready to do some science.
1: I want to I want to ask Serena, like, you know, where did your love of space come from and where did this start for you?
0: for me it came from okay so i live in tucson and in tucson we are a dark sky community meaning that our lights can't go between uh, up to a certain wattage so uh-huh. we are we have astronomy out here at the university so when you look up at the sky you see a stars just stars wow, everywhere wow. Mm-hmm. and that's because of the low wattage as being um uh a dark sky city. So oh. just that alone. And back then also there wasn't that many, <laughs> as many places Or no, but mm-hmm. just being able to look at our, it's a beautiful big sky out here. So there was that. And also my grandpa, um, we were talking about how as mom, you guys instilled and in your mom, um, uh, Sabrina and uh, Yvette, how your mom's instilled math. Uh, my grandpa and I used to go out in the backyard and we used to just look at the stars and just look at the constellations. So having that time with my grandpa just really made me look up and just look at the Uh. big sky and just think of everything. I mean, you, you know, you would hear stuff about, there's more, um, stars in the sky than there is sand on the beach or Mm. you know we're all made of stardust and it just right when you look up at the sky you just or look at clouds forming you just wonder you know just things just start coming to you and so my love of all of that came from um being with my grandpa and just having that natural curiosity to look up and think think about what is it up there (laughs) so i'm going to bring up something to you guys so yeah. recently we had that hearing uh yesterday with the aliens oh, yes. oh yeah
3: <laughs> <So Man. Yes.
1: laughs> oh know, my I, god i want to go here
0: what did you guys think
1: <laughs> i didn't even get
2: to look i i really like <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, just kind of passed over it <laughs> <laughs> you know and mean, they're, they're holding them or they're holding withholding information they and are. then everybody just kind of Blew right past it. Like, yeah, we're not talking about at that. At first,
4: when I was look, I'm like, "Is this real? Is really? this is this, real? is this a joke? Of what is this? A, is this? A, what? Wait a minute! I don't
0: oh. understand the whole thing myself. Me, me, I'm like, Electric. "Wait a minute! Is he saying that we're that, that we have ships?
4: <laughs> is that what he said? And from 19, the first time
3: was 19 <laughs> in the 30s. The 30s."
2: He said, we mean, are Everything people have
3: been saying ships. has been true. They've been just telling us. That that we is is that really head. what they said during the
1: hearing? Like, because I didn't get to see any of this oh. coverage.
0: I watched a little bit of
4: it. I, saw, it. I saw some of it. Yeah, so I looked this, at some th- of it.
2: The man I... said, we are holding, <laughs> the U.S. government is holding unidentified <laughs> objects. Mm-hmm. And everyone and, and said, And things. Right. Mm-hmm. And he go everyone go and they kinda it was quiet <laughs> and then everybody said that's not true. <laughs> and then that was it. Wait, <laughs> wait okay, so that. the man says that. the
1: man <laughs> is testifying and says, Yeah, this is what's going on. And yes, then everybody else around him
2: goes, Oh wait, no, 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 that's not true. The it, government what? came out and said, He's that is not a true statement. I think that was the. I think that was the. Wow. Point. the that is okay. yes, and that was, that was That was all he, I heard. He, he said that there was, there was more but in the news clip but, I saw that was it. That was. But like, he wait, also
4: what? said there was some biology involved, meaning there were other. He yeah. said yeah, that that said was biology.
2: biology. Yeah, wow. he
4: said bye. he actually said I'm like right? okay, wait a minute, they got some beans? Are we talking about fungus? Right. What I still don't
2: know fungus why this it? happened. Why did I this I don't either why did this happen? Why did this why is he why did they pick why him why did he
4: testify? Why
2: did they pick him to testify? <laughs> right. That's
1: if a... he's not gonna tell the party line, like if the party right. line is like like we're not gonna say anything, then yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and believe them. I, I got to go back and thing watch is, this stuff. I
2: heard it, but I, I, I kind of thought it was a joke. I did too at first. But then I kind of, in the back of my head as I'm going about my, I'm like, wait, was that really, was that real? And I just kind of went on to my day. So Serena brought it up. I was like, wait a minute. That's right. I forgot about that. Did you watch
0: it too, Serena? I watched a couple minutes of it. And there was somebody behind him that was like agreeing with him the whole time. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then he was talking. And it was just like, he believes it. Like, he believes himself. And it just, it's, I don't understand how. I guess, okay, so now we have UAPs, unidentified aerial
3: yeah, what, the, new, the new... Phenomenon, phenomenon. Yeah, P- phenomenon, yeah. Phenomenon, yeah. Phenomenon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: identified aerial phenomenon. And I guess that happened because people, enough people are asking about it. Mm-hmm. And I guess enough people who have financial means because, they're right, if you don't have, if there's no money here, then nobody would listen to you. But somebody's yeah. got to have some sort of money somewhere to be... Putting this right, <laughs> putting this out there, and oh to God. see if like, and somebody with money must really believe that this stuff is true or something. Stick mean, that guy
3: in contact, that rich guy in contact. <laughs> the, <right? movie>. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: one with the, the built Everything, ship. everything we were talking about is real. Right, did any, did any
3: of your it? kids see it? Were they huh? talking about it? Were any of your kids talking about it? From any of your no, programs? I'm
0: curious. So, so I, I take a break. Don't scam them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talk about ghosts a lot because, so since I, I do teach uh, Native American kids and there's mm-hmm. a lot of interesting stories when it comes to um, indigenous culture mm-hmm. and there's a lot of beliefs in, in different stuff. So, um, I just taught at a place that was supposedly haunted. My cousin oh, works yeah. there, and she's heard – I mean, she's got – like, I've never felt anything. So when I start – I started my lesson, and I wanted them to, to, you know, let them know and creep them out a little bit. And I was like, just want you to know that this place is haunted, but I don't believe in ghosts. So yeah. I, I, I make it a little confusing for them, right? So yeah. that way, like – I'm a scientist, so I don't believe in this stuff. However, (laughs) let's listen for ghosts, right? (laughs) Let's go walk around. Ryan's haunted, y'all. I know. (laughs) I kind of walk a a, a line that crosses both sides, even though (laughs) most of
3: us do. It's just something that we haven't been able to explain yet. That's That's
0: what what it is. Just Just like this guy. Just like that guy. He's like I'm getting
2: this out here. Y'all going to listen to me. And he was talking his behind all. Yeah. And like <laughs> who, and like she who said he, believed he like I don't know. I don't know. Cuz I out he's
0: military. He's a military person. That's he was what Yeah, I he definitely yes. worked
2: for the he definitely worked for the military. He, he definitely that was his job. He was there for a reason. He was somebody yeah, that to- knew something.
3: With yeah. It was the Enterprise. Yesterday's. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I, <laughs> yesterday's Enterprise. They
1: said that I know. Well, you know what I thought of? I thought of little green men. Yes. Oh yeah, my the God! yeah you yeah. Yeah. Um, got them in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I just wonder. Um, oh shoot! I had. I was gonna say something. And now it's gone.
3: Good oh to get us back on track. Oh,
0: <laughs> God, please, sorry. I had to. Hear. Oh, it, it was all about, yesterday. I know
1: it's totally not on track. Like it was all about <laughs> like, um, because a bunch of pilots have come forth oh,
0: yeah. and that, are oh, talking right. about
1: like all the stuff that they're seeing. And like, there's more and more and more fighter pilots and test pilots. Like, like, what was that what did we just see like and I, and i did see that report like a couple of months ago oh yeah that like they're investigating. they have the committee and it's all about the uaps and like because like there's just so many reports coming through now it's captain christopher
4: but you yeah. know to to how arrogant human beings fine. must be if they think yeah. If they think. Now I've never seen any aliens and I'm not proposing <laughs> that you know I've been probed or anything like that. I'm well, not why are you go that. straight to probe well, though? Well, 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 we because that's what probe. they do. That's <laughs> <laughs> they do. They say, Yeah, I've been they took me on the tip <laughs> and I was probed. <laughs> a probe is going to in a minute. Way. You know? But no no probing here. <laughs> so um but how arrogant for us as human beings to think that in this vast vast space that we have that we're the only that we can be the only sentient beings around you know i you know i and I don't have any proof some some people know <laughs> but i I think it's our guy. He does. Oh, he does. I don't know where he is now. Right. I don't know him
2: since. I haven't seen him since. Unemployment uh, uh, office. Oh, <laughs> I think he's still employed, but I don't think he's still <laughs> with us. <laughs> transferred. Oh,
1: all right.
2: I
0: think just I'm
1: gonna. Bring. I'm gonna bring it. Huh? Oh,
0: especially <laughs> with Fred. I think there's two things. So I. The, the, the question about how how can we be so arrogant to think that? But then again, like, I so I understand that. But then I'm like, this is such a weird, cosmic, crazy way that we came about that it seems for something like this to happen again would be like so astronomically slim and, right. and that it could like to have like sentient beings would be like really difficult. But at the same time, like you said, it's like how arrogant can we be in this huge huge vast universe to think that we are the only sentient beings it's just i, I actually struggle a lot with with that and when like i can never well really there can be other
3: life
4: forms that don't have to be carbon based yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's you such
4: know?
2: a it's such a it's such a big i mean everything that like she said everything that's happened to us how we got here yeah. is just so perfect like uh-huh. we perfectly got here we perfectly Everything works perfectly, and we all work together, everything works together, and for that to happen someplace else just seems like and we it's not close you know to like it would have to be the same situation. the sun would have to be the same mm-hmm. the the planet would have to be the same distance from their sun, the one moon, all of that stuff that's would what, have to but, all be the same But, but you know what I think life is, life
1: but right and that's what I think is so interesting about like having discussions like this is because we uh, it's often framed by our concept of what we think life is right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, yeah. you know, there could be sentient life con- created under other conditions. Right. It looks yeah. nothing yeah. Like, like us, does. you know? Yeah. And, and I think that that like, that's the part that's really cool and interesting, interesting. to me, you know,
2: it definitely but I mean, although I noise, hear right? Yeah. I, yeah. You It'll know, like I mean like type, yeah. Star
1: Trek has affected <laughs> right. like I, my my thoughts about like what could an alien look like because I've been watching it so long, like since I was a child, right? Mm-hmm. And then because of budgetary constraints <laughs> and and a lack of technology, mm-hmm. every alien I saw was also bipedal, you right. know, yeah. like and mm-hmm. I looked just like a human except for mm-hmm. their face was weird and different, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, and, and you know, and then I started reading Octavia Butler, and I think she really blew the lid off for me, uh, the possibilities of what different, what alien really is, like in a bunch of her series. And I mean, her character, they were just truly alien concepts of life that I had not even considered. And I was like, mm-hmm. now that I could see, <laughs> you know, <laughs> see. like. I that and like that makes me think, like, I could see it makes sense. I could see this developing this type of life form developing in another atmosphere on another world, you know, in another um, kind of way. Yeah, in another kind mm-hmm. of way. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's oh. good. That's good stuff. That's good sci fi stuff. <laughs> that <is> good. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff right there,
1: huh? I would, get, I'm, your, uh, get your kids with stuff like that,
4: huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in my, uh, I'm, I'm 60-something, and I remember um, looking up at night in the mm-hmm. stars before all this light pollution we got, and I remember I was so proud of myself. It always was the same thing. I could pick out the Big Dipper. I could mm-hmm. pick out the Little yep. Dipper, and there were so many stars in the sky, you know, when I was a little girl, and I could just look <laughs> up at night, and it was fascinating, and the North Star, and all, I could pick all that stuff out. I can't see nothing. Star now. star
3: right here. You know, i all the time.
4: <laughs> I can't see anything now because of no. the light pollution, I'm and miss, they're still uh, there. Stars. You know, it's like miss- it's like lightning bugs. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. remember lightning bugs? Y'all yeah, I do. I do. get them bugs.
1: every night. Yeah, I got them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I got them everywhere. <laughs> no more. not no? Yeah. anymore. And yeah, I got a ton of
2: lightning I'm bugs ton, out in our yard. Yeah.
4: Oh, I'm yeah. well, not here. We don't have any more. I don't. I mean, you may see if I see one. It's like America. Like if I see a, a cluster of stars, oh, oh stars, hmm. you know. And you live low.
2: by the water, and you would think you'd yeah. see more. Yeah,
4: no, it's, so it's much, all it's, ports
2: though. Yeah, it's okay. a lot of light
4: pollution here. Okay. So, yeah.
2: Okay.
4: I mean, you'd can... have great sunsets and and sunrises over over the water, mm-hmm. but no stars.
1: Oh wow, I miss that about out west though that was one thing I loved about living out West is that, I mean, that sky that you were talking about, it does like, you can't help but be filled with awe and oh. wonder and, you know, and also those really, really tall trees, like in Colorado had the, like in California and they had these really, really tall trees and look up through them mm. and you'd see, and you'd see all these stars. It's just amazing. I, know I, I I envy that. I really miss that. We're gonna to have to come. Sci Fi Sisters are gonna to have to take a trip out to Arizona and visit
0: yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, go. Love yeah, a good star party. That would be so. We act and have astronauts out here. Um, and so so we could yeah do some fun stuff. Uh, but Fran, it's like you were saying though that that joy you would get by knowing like. The same one. That's the Big Dipper. That's the seven sisters. Always the same ones. Orion's you're like, oh yeah. Always right. like, oh, Orion's you the same ones. Right. You just get so so happy and you're like oh, <laughs> I, know that, I you know. know that star. I know that star. I know
2: that. I used to wake we used to wake up in the middle of the night or at three o'clock in the morning, whenever something uh some science thing would happen in the stars, <laughs> right. I would get the girls up. And that was part of that getting them really interested mm-hmm. in science and everything. Mm-hmm. We used to get up in the middle of the night. We'd go in the backyard. We had a telescope. Or we could, like, they made something at school where you look through it. I forgot what it was like a, like, they made something. And they encouraged mm-hmm. the kids to go out and look. And we did that. We all woke up. And like Fran said, you know, I could see the wonder, mm-hmm. you know, in their faces. They were like, yeah, I know. I could see that. I know that. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm when I think of that, I think about how your girls must feel about, you know, that wonder of being part of such a grand universe and not being, not feeling too small anymore, you know, just feeling like they belong, they're part of that, hmm. you know. I know that's how I used to feel when I was a kid and could find Orion's Belt. I think know? so.
0: Yeah. I think also with the, the Native American culture too, uh so the girls have surprised me, Um like some of the, most of the girls, uh, know how to use a bow and arrow. Like they all have like little rifles, you know, they all like are hunters and, and know how, um, there's stories about the girls, uh, being afraid of Sasquatch and <laughs> running, up a, <laughs> running yeah. up a tree and having her little, and she's like eight at the time and having her <laughs> little <laughs> rifle from her grandpa. So really, uh, cute stories about the wonder of that all, um, what was it something I wanted to go? Oh, yes, go back on was, uh, the moms. I interviewed, uh, John Harrington and John Harrington was the first Native American in space. And mm. he went back to school to get his dissertation. And he wanted to know what helps Native Americans learn. What is it that, that can um, propel them to do better? And in his studies, he found out that it was the support of a mom. Mm, not of a wow. father a uh, support of a female figure okay. so not of a father not a, it was support of having a female figure in science in stem okay. that's what got them to be more excited about it so what right that? so like,
3: <laughs> um, and, <laughs> well i guess yeah. that's encouraging yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it has
0: And that's just his, his study. And this is just one person's, you know, um, dissertation, but that's what he found in specifically in the Native American culture that he was Mm -hmm. looking at, which is, um, he is a Chickasaw. So he was looking at Chickasaw families. So female pushing their student, whether, whether it was a boy or a girl, you know, it had to do with the mom or the female figure pushing them to go into the sciences.
4: That's, That's wonderful. wonderful. Isn't that amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: So, we need some females out there that are willing to talk about their love of science or mm-hmm. talk about their love of math. I mean, it feels really nerdy sometimes when, you know, I say, I love math. You know, and I talk to, wow. you know, it's like all the students at yeah. me like.
3: talking to four nerds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but when you
3: yourself. The- <laughs> I'm claiming it's, it now,
0: right? Yeah, so when you I'm say a fucking accountant.
3: How nerdy? How much more nerdy uh, could I be? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I love
0: oh, yeah. counting. Though there's something for me. Like I like to count things. Just something kind of peaceful and mm-hmm. and it's um yeah. like meditative. Yeah, yeah, it's like meditative to me just to count. <laughs>
1: Yeah. But, well so you know,
0: already. I th- I wanna like just re I think
1: that's such a powerful thing that you learned. I mean, like when you when we met you at Trek Long Island, you were accompanied by Captain Star Eagle, right? Yes. Um can you tell folks a little bit about her and um what she's doing with you guys as well?
0: Yeah, so Captain Star Eagle is an amazing person. She is the first Native American on uh, captain in the Space Force. Now, the Space Force is something new that just came out recently. Um, it's adding to protecting space. So there's a lot of things that you people who listen to this podcast probably know, like uh, space junk. Like space junk is a huge deal. It's all over the place. There's like pieces just floating (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we need to kind of that can hit like the ISS or can hit something and cause a big damage there's a little piece of foam off of one of the shuttles that hit um, a a, a, a tile a heat tile and it was a little piece of foam but you're going at these speeds straight up and it caused Severe damage to the tile that they weren't too sure when they entered the atmosphere if they were going to survive. And that's just so. Imagine all the gunk out there with all of our satellites out there. So, um, oh yes. So also um, treaties and space laws. So right now, there's like people are wanting to know like who's the moon. We're all we're going back to the moon. Um, Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of robots right now on Mars like tons of robots on Mars mm-hmm. that we don't even think about it, but there's like robots right now that are just going around Mars, picking up samples. And and so the Space Force is something like that. will deal with questions like whose property is this? Are we mm-hmm. colonizing Mars? And if we do, oh, who, I know I hate that word, but they are talking about like, mm-hmm. if we go up to Mars, who owns the stuff we go out there? If we go to, uh, the moon right now a meteorite is worth more than gold so wow. i mean who knows what kind of um materials are on uh asteroids or, or oh meteors so all this stuff right now is big questions and so space force came along and so captain star eagle is looking at um i think i could say this things so things with captain star eagle are current and happening right now so i don't know how much i can actually say okay. about mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. she does <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't, don't don't say too much right? so want to <laughs> say
0: too much but she she's has, there <laughs> she's there and she's protecting us and protecting yep. our skies and there's reason for there to be um some people argued, like, should this be part of the Air Force? Should this, you know, I know some Navy people, like, this should be part of the Navy. But it seems like mm-hmm. there is a definite need for some sort of laws, some sort of treaties, some sort of um, protection, just in general, up uh, in space right in now.
2: Space, mm-hmm. it's, and so it's that's definitely what, needed. I wish, yeah, I wish yeah. I was young enough. I definitely would have. Oh, girl, would be
3: in there.
0: <laughs> we be in
2: space force in a minute. You hear me? Right. But, um, she that's, does some
0: exciting stuff, but like I yeah. said, I don't know what I can say, and what I can't I say. I can not say anything. <laughs> you say
4: you bet you be right? breaking that. Say, bam! I'm here, y'all. Yeah. That's right. But, I will say,
0: but what she does is she gives the girls um, something to look forward to, something to look at. Uh, when mm-hmm. she started off her career, space force wasn't around. You know, she mm-hmm. wants to be an astronaut, and hopefully, she will become an astronaut. But a lot of times when you're teaching STEM, you want to teach them that the careers that they're going for are careers that don't exist yet. Yes.
4: So how mm-hmm. do yeah. we prepare,
0: right? So how do yes. we prepare our kids yep. for stuff that isn't here yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. STEM, mm-hmm. math, science, you know, arts, we, we give them some critical thinking skills. Yep. And in the end, that's kind of like all we can do for our kids is... Have them think, have them critically think, and hopefully mm-hmm. use something like science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and art to help them figure out um, the big ideas that we'll be needing for our kids to do when they're in the future, and they're who knows what they're going to be doing up in space, right? Sea, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Or,
1: well, you know, and I think about this now, like you know, the, these these mega corporations that we have on Earth right now that are all becoming more and more like fewer and fewer companies owning more and more things like they're already, they, Mm -hmm. they're already there. Like we Mm -hmm. we're the ones who have to catch up. Right. You know? And I think like, I always think like, where does that leave black and Brown people in the future? Right. It's super right at a huge deficit. It's super scary. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. if this, if this, if this planet goes to pot, which everybody's banging on, which is it why is. we're putting so much money into exploration and terraform and, and learning about terraforming and trying to make it feasible for us to live on another planet, you <laughs> know, either whether it be like needing the moon, we need the moon as settled so we can get to the other planets, you know what I'm saying? Like we yep. have to, call it, we have to colonize shot. the moon for it, yeah. right. And we, and so we got to be have like territories like who's, who's got the water, who's got the breathable air, who's got the construction um, uh, contracts, you know, like who's Mm going to be up there building this stuff, you know, all of these things like, Deltas. We are not involved in these conversations, Deltas. you know, like it's the, the more, the more of us that we can get into avenues or areas yeah. where we can be involved in these conversations, the better off we are because guess who's going to be stuck back here <laughs> on yeah. on flaming earth. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like- it's interesting.
0: You say that. Cause I have a friend right now who um, is working at NASA and she has a, a laser that they're shooting at, um, monoglyph it's like fake moon stuff because they can't actually use moon stuff and they're shooting this laser to see if they can get water or um oxygen any type of oxygen out of it like uh, o2 you know any type uh-huh. of, of thing and so they're finding um study just came out so i can't say right. talk about this uh-huh. one because uh-huh. i just happened to <laughs> they're finding that there's stuff coming out of this of this monoglyph that when they shoot the laser in it i think they're getting water out of it it's so right so who's gonna Sounds like, like um,
2: for all mankind
1: Who's
0: going to have the rights to this stuff? And like you said, who's going to be stuck down here without the skills to? We've seen so many movies like that, right?
1: Oh, yeah, right. Right. (laughs) So many books, so many movies. Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, so many books, so many movies. Yeah, we're going to be here with uh, you know, we'll be Ready Player One, just still hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) Ready Player player
0: One, but we will. (laughs) Or or
3: cell phones.
0: I I mean, okay, so like Elon Musk, like that's Mm -hmm. the, you know, SpaceX and he's out there and we all know he doesn't have the best of intentions just from, Mm. just from what he's done to Twitter. You know, we've seen his his ego and, and yeah, how awesome we were so like, I was so into Elon with like putting it, bringing up the spaceship and bring it down. But like, he's got some ideas that I'm scared of, right? Oh, yes. And he's like. People look up to him, so like we, I think, like I
3: think he's great. I'm like, oh right. man,
0: we yeah. have to kind of stick together, like as brown and black people, you know, <laughs> bellow and to to be like, you know, to survive. how are we going to survive? Like, seriously, mm-hmm. like people like that are scary, and they're out there, and they have the money, and right. so we gotta, like, right. I mean,
4: I, have, I, have cult, I don't want to sound the alarm.
0: Now. But i know. I'm Oh, those are scarier. I mean, Elon Musk is yeah. already we know, but that the cult followers who think that he can do no wrong. Oh yeah, that's they ought
4: to look at
1: X.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah. I, j- don't even get me started on right? that. When I saw him, okay. I was like, okay. X, really? I couldn't believe yeah. it. Either. I'm like, but you but know he that's just, did he that's, just steal that like from words
2: from, from Malcolm, Malcolm? X?
1: from Malcolm. No, 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 no.
2: Well,
0: <laughs> yes, yes, me yes, exactly. say oh. now. the
2: way, the way it, the way it's. I mean, the that's actual basic. graphic is exactly the same as Windows X. He just made it black. It's the same exact oh, really? oh thing. God. It is it's so
3: stupid.
0: It's yeah. It is so dumb. But that's like uh, that wait, is wait, scary. That, that so this familiar. guy's got money, and this guy's like part of the one percent. You know, yeah. ten per, mm-hmm. What is it? Seven for three percent. What is it? One yeah. percent. It's that
2: much. One percent. One percent. One percent. That's yeah. scary
0: stuff that we gotta kind of like help our kids and our and our. Future, like, know that this stuff is out there and it doesn't always have to be good, like, right. it doesn't have to, or it doesn't have to be bad necessarily. There necessarily doesn't always have to be a, um, a morality placed on it. But when you have to do it, yeah. like,
2: it needs I, to know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, even mm-hmm. if you have
0: an uber genius who can, you know, reuse a, a rocket, that's. Mm-hmm
1: it's kind of yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What else can I, I mean, do? it's just, I just think, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I give so much props to, um, your organization and, you know, we just had on recently, um, uh Nichelle Nichols uh, sister and her two nieces from the Nichelle Nichols foundation. And they're also sending um, young girls to space camp as oh. well. And, um, you know, so like we are big supporters of, you know, uh, of, of these girls efforts of both of your mm-hmm. efforts, you know, the girls in steam, you know, and especially, and particularly in space camp, you know, I mean, like if we, Star Trek, fa- framed our philosophies. Like all of okay. us like have this Star Trek philosophies at our core, which is why we got to know each other and how we started loving each other. And, but, you know, it took get a utopia, which I don't believe we can, but to even strive for it, you know, we have to do this type of groundwork. Like this yeah. is where it mm-hmm. comes that, you know, it starts like uh, to be able to believe that uh, Nyota Uhura can exist in the, in the future. Like we, we got to create these little Uhuras, you know, we got to give mm-hmm. them opportunity. So that's why we have so much respect for what you're doing and um, okay. for taking up space. So this is really wonderful. Look, so I'm going okay. to, I'm going to let you ask you how, sorry, Fran, what you got? No, I, I was going to say,
4: look at Mae Jamison. The reason why she became an Jameson. Mm-hmm. May James. Jameson. Dr. Jameson. may mm-hmm. Jemison The yeah. reason she became an astronaut first was because of astronaut, U- female yeah, yeah, bec- yeah, because of Yuhura uh, mm-hmm. because of Nichelle Nichols that she saw in Yuhura Agnes Kurtzman have told that story and so has she She saw Yuhura on the screen Uhura, right. and uh she became an astronaut, first black female in space
1: So I want to ask you, Serena, like, how can our listeners help support Taking Up Space?
0: Uh, Well, if you go onto our website, which is taking-up-space.org, you can uh, um, donate through PayPal. And we get all of our donations through PayPal because PayPal is one of the only services that doesn't charge a fee. It takes a month for us. Yeah, and that's why we do it. It's like the only... look through all of them they all Mm -hmm. charge like whether it's one percent or whatever percentage money away exactly Mm -hmm. so i'm willing (laughs) paypal you have to wait 30 days to get it but i'm willing to wait that 30 days because um i don't like having people's donations go to something like paypal so Mm -hmm. all of um we run it's a volunteer um organization no one that comes in not Uh, captain star eagle or nasa blasty who blasts the stuff they all are just oh my green scheme went out (laughs) (laughs) um we all it's all volunteer everyone volunteers to this uh we have big support from space hipsters and so many people just volunteer their time um william tiger is my mentor i have to tell you um my uh he's william tiger is an elder And this is so, I say this is so Native American. His big advice to me when I I had this huge crisis, you know, trying to, to me it was huge, you know, my world. (laughs) And um, he says, so Indian, he says, follow your heart and follow your instinct. That's his advice. So I'm like, there you know, you give me something solid. Give me- <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just wanted to offer that to you all. Um, my elder's advice is follow your heart and follow your instincts. And you'll be surprised at how far you can go if you follow those two things.
4: Mm-hmm. Right? I, love that. I truly believe yeah. that. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. profound, as they say. It
0: is. But I love it's it. Like, Sometimes you just want some solid answers, like "don't do this" or "do this," don't do that. But but those are
3: head answers. So
0: yeah, yeah. But if you follow your heart and your instincts, I think um, you'll go. You'll you'll be surprised, as he said, you'll be surprised how far that'll take you. So um, this this nonprofit has taken me to. So many wonderful places. I got to meet you guys. I got to go to Star Trek convention and give a talk. I get to, I'm going to be in the ACES um, magazine coming up. Um, I got, yes. I got to meet William Shatner and hang out at the the horse charity show. Um, oh, ast- wow. Yes. The astronauts um, that come and, and help and support our nonprofit. Oh, um, so our patches are. This oh is yeah. Our-
1: Tell us about the patches.
3: This I is, love that logo.
0: Yeah, this logo is my favorite, um, of course. Well, <laughs> but it, it, it's—I like it because we added um, a lot of cultural references to the to the Native American girls' dress, and then mm-hmm. this has the reference like to Space Camp and the three stars, and, mm-hmm. and so we have this badge that uh, we sell, and then we also have like. This is Fred Hayes. This is the one that you guys saw a lot. This is why we got invited to um, Star Trek mm-hmm. uh, convention. was because of this patch, because he yeah. flew on the Enterprise, yes. which also oh. to be. Okay. Yeah, they had an Enterprise, a space shuttle called the Enterprise. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so the first cool. one. It, yep. They changed yes. the
4: name. It was something else, and they changed it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. they
0: did. Right. Actually, they, they did. had. They did. And, um, I remember. And so, oh, and, <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh, that's my enterprise fund. So we so we sell patches as um uh fundraisers. Okay. And so they come so if you they they're they're expensive. You guys,
1: these patches are really beautiful. Like you I wish I I wish uh we were um video so you guys could see them, but maybe we'll be able to oh. we'll definitely have links up to all this stuff oh, yeah, on the, definitely. you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yeah, so our patches are are we have that's how we make our donations. And so we have um Astronauts, or our last patch was made by, it was, uh, Patrick Millane is the son of mike Mullane and patrick was asked when he was a little kid to make a patch for his dad when he flew up to space the mm. patch never got made and he drew this little design until this year where we Uh-oh. took his des- yeah <laughs> we <laughs> took his design and made it into a patch nice. and uh-huh. we made like ten thousand dollars off of his patch so uh-huh. it's a big money maker and we have um special guests that we're having in our in the fall we have one but i can't tell you who it is yet
3: asked. Okay, i asked a right. mm-hmm. lot of secrets this I is know. a woman with secrets
0: awesome. that means you just have it. to
3: come back That's when it. You yes. can
0: tell it. and mm-hmm. you
1: know and then we can blab all about it yeah so that would be
0: awesome i love talking to you guys it's <laughs> lots of fun it's fun talking to women who are like-minded who are you know
4: yeah
0: um into the same sort of stuff and and appreciate you know the what it means to be a woman in STEM Mm -hmm. and to have those role models. Like we talked about uh, having that first, you know, on TV, a a black Captain Uhura, you know, or not Captain Uhura was her. She She did. She
1: did end up being Captain course, She She was was Lieutenant. Uh She was a
0: Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Uh
4: Lieutenant. She was a Lieutenant. Uh To have you guys
0: have Uh this podcast to have, you know, four strong black women talking about Uh sci-fi. What? That's even (laughs) like, really? Well, you know, know, we had to
4: kind of, we had to kind of, since they didn't want to let us go at that table, we made our own freaking table. <laughs> <laughs> this is our table, and you're always welcome. You're Thank always you.
0: Ah, I appreciate that. It was nice to <laughs> at your table. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> I'll pick you some collard greens maybe one day.
0: <laughs> Sci-fi Colour sisters. Greens.
1: Yes, oh, I know Sorry. Okay, thanks Okay. Well, you know I'm, I'm trying if to keep us on track a little you, bit friend. If you come, come to the now.
4: table I'm going to feed
1: you If you come to In our more cookout ways
4: than <laughs> mm,
0: I like it
1: I love it I know and whose friend. store
0: I'll be visiting
1: too <laughs> <laughs> Friends going to be bringing the collard greens And we'll be down Okay, anyway <laughs> I just got <laughs> I got stuck. I'm so hungry right now. I really got
4: stuck on <laughs> yes, Friends collard, greens so collard greens because wow. <laughs> they're so good. Wow, so good. Okay,
1: so you know, Sci-Fi Sisters listeners, what I was gonna say is that I really want y'all to hopefully uh, open up your pocketbooks and. Uh, and help this organization because it's really phenomenal and um, you know if we could send yeah. one girl to camp oh you know like how like how much does it cost to send one girl to camp a lot,
0: a lot. it's a thousand five hundred dollars for one person to for registration and then we also uh, pay for their um, airplane ticket because you know Mm-hmm. we don't want to burden the families with their flight and mm-hmm. so it, it comes out to about 2,100 it was 2,000 per student but now they space camp raised the price like of course. three times to- I know right three times everything. since I've started yeah, it's been six everything. years and like every other year they've been raised it started off at a thousand now it's 1,500 uh-huh. so it mm. makes me mad
3: 2,100 too
0: we yeah to yeah get one
3: girl there. yeah to get you one know.
0: girl, so if you guys want to sponsor a girl or I was looking for a sponsorship, or if anyone wants to say like you know my money went for this person to go we um take that too
1: I love that I love yeah. that, so y'all hear yeah. that listeners they're looking for sponsors we we got the money, we know y'all trucky little. Wallets run deep, so Can open these them really up, nice please.
3: Patches, these patches are beautiful. You, okay. I like people will love these patches. <laughs> those patches get, are. I'm dope. getting one of those patches. <laughs> I, want I, know, right? <laughs> pretty cool. I
0: know. I
3: know. Right? I do too.
0: <laughs> they're made by the same people that make the NASA's uh, patches too, so Ooh,
3: they're in the wow. highest
0: quality available to us.
3: I have the Artemis patch. I got that. Oh. That's my last patch that I just got. Yeah. That's a good one. I thought I, she I said Armas. Artemis. Artemis. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's not what I said. Next time, next time, Mission. Serena, Serena. Next time you come back, we have to talk about time and cosmology because we didn't okay. even get to that. Yeah. You know, which...
0: that's, a, that's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We might have some links for that too, you guys, oh, yeah, so you guys can do your own investigations. So, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. It's really cool to talk to you. You are such a light, and and I'm so grateful. Ain't dark. That- <laughs> <laughs> no, right? It, it got dark over there. <laughs> <Look
2: at him. laughs>
1: That's those ghosts. We're I are so know. grateful that you're doing <laughs> that your, I know, like- right? Some ancestors here and you talk about some stuff. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So grateful that you're doing the work that you're doing. And we just my, want to say thank you so much.
0: My relations. Thank oh. you.
1: My okay. relations.
2: <laughs> okay. Thank you. so, oh, so I love um, that.
1: Yvette. Can you tell people where to reach us if they have thoughts about this show and sending people out to space or little green men or anything else that we <laughs> talked about
2: today? Batches. Okay. You can find <laughs> us at com. That's dot com. Join us on The Mothership. That's M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P. And The Sci-Fi Sisters Book Club, both on Facebook, on Instagram, TikTok, and threads, sci fi dot sisters. And we are also on the Twitter at sci fi sisters. Become a patron of sci fi sisters today at patreon.com forward slash sci fi sisters. The Trek Geeks Network's presenting sponsor is Fansets. Go to fansets.com for pins and memorabilia from all your favorite franchises. Biz- visit fansets.com and use Trek Geeks, all caps for your exclusive 10% discount. After listening to this podcast, please rate us and write a review. We may just read it on an upcoming episode.
1: And of course, I got to give a shout out to the baddest engineer in any and all universes is Dose the Anonymous One.
4: No, Dose, Dose, Dose,
1: Dose. Dose. See, I didn't talk over his, I didn't talk over his music this time. I'm so proud of myself. Uh, he's responsible for all the music you hear on our show, as well as our engineering um, uh, So, uh, production. Thank you. That's the word. So if you need his skills, and not my skills, because I can't talk, um, hit him up on Instagram at dose underscore the anonymous underscore one. And that's it for us this week, y'all. We love you very much. Peace, love, and hair grease.